0: this is Tony Lloyd. Being a broadcaster for many years, I've witnessed some great stories in the music industry and now I want to bring as many music stories to you as I can in this series of podcasts. My goal is that they will inspire others making their way in the music world.
1: Music Stories with Tony
0: Lloyd. Sophie and Dave from Star Circus, welcome to Music Stories. How are you both?
1: Good, thank you. Thanks for having us. Great.
0: It's, it's a, a pleasure to have you on, on the show. I think I was saying a bit earlier on that, you know, I'm uh, renowned for playing love songs every week on Love From Tony all over the world, and it's nice to talk to a couple of rockers.
1: Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yes. offering something different. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Can I call you that? And it's also nice to um, have two of you, because normally I just talk to one person uh, over Zoom, so it has its challenges but um it's that's a refreshing change as well for me so you're very welcome uh, now you've got a new album out um and a new single out uh, gina in the bottle who's gina first off
2: right so um yeah about um probably go going back more more, more years than i care to mention um uh gina is someone who uh yeah uh I met in a, in a in a bar in in London. Who, um, yeah, she, she ended up kind of. I ended up kind of seeing this person for a few weeks and discovered that they, they, they would kind of completely flip when when they'd had too much to drink. <laughs> um, um, it was um, quite. It was kind of fun looking back, but quite a harrowing experience at the time. <laughs> and then. What, what's amusing is I wrote the song and we were playing it in the band. And then the singer of the band I was in at the time started seeing the same girl. And I was like singing the lyrics, listen to the lyrics and he's like, Oh, but her eyes and all this kind of <laughs> stuff. And, oh, and I'm like, dude, it's all in the song. And then I, I, I get a call from him like a couple of days later and he's like, Oh man, like we were out with her last night and the drummer was with him and they'd gone back to a flight flat and suddenly she'd like said her flatmate was going to beat up the, the the drummer if um if uh <laughs> she lived in like a student house at the time or something and he he was he was a really nice bloke the flatmate as well i mean he just had quite big muscles and stuff so they so say like yeah they were like oh yeah 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 he was gonna like make us make, make us leave and she was she was threatening that he was gonna beat us up and all this stuff and so i was like i told you just like well <laughs> um, so so there's there's a bit of history behind the character but um yeah that that's who
1: that is um, <laughs> to summarize a liability to
2: summarize yeah
0: uh, those are the bits those it. are the bits you can talk about yeah i understand yeah, fair enough yeah. I, tell, I tell you what i think we should have a quick listen don't you here we go
2: yeah absolutely yeah okay Gina.
0: What you mean about describing the girl? <laughs> that's fantastic. I love it. And on that track, there's some uh, some very good bass playing, Sophie.
1: Oh, thank you very much. Thanks.
0: <laughs> uh, who plays the bass? Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I knew that. <laughs> yeah, excellent. And and but also lead guitar as well. There's some very good guitar playing on there. And yeah. So-, so
1: in both Dave and our other guitarist John, they sort of like share the the lead guitar part so in most of our songs they'll like have have one solo each like often when we're playing live gigs the sound man will be confused he'll be like well who's who's the lead guitarist and who's the rhythm guitarist but i think it's i think it's yeah. just a really cool thing to have it really balanced so you get two slightly different styles that complement each other
2: people uh people don't generally expect the 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 lead singer to be doing to, to be playing solos quite a lot of the time. But um, yeah, I started out as a lead guitar player and kind of this became sort of project I started. And I was like, you know what? I want to sing my own songs. So um, I, I always liked to have the interaction with another guitar player. And so, yeah, uh, we both do a little bit, but there were a lot of bands back in the time, like Cinderella, people forget that the lead singer did most of the guitar solos, um, for instance. Um, uh, yeah.
0: Well, it's 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 awesome. I mean, I was um, I interview hundreds and hundreds of people and lots and lots of bands, and uh, when I listen to your your music, I'm thinking that is so professional. I mean, it's just awesome. I'm not just saying that to butter you up or anything, but uh, you know whether it's uh, because uh, you know I need I need the break from the love songs, Uh, but. and now it's, it's just awesome. And you are very successful, aren't you?
1: I mean, we're, 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 trying. On, we're on an upwards trajectory at the moment. Yeah. So if it keeps going that way, then I'll be happy. But yeah, we've still got a long way to go
2: to reach where we want to be. We're lucky with the, um, uh, in terms of the sounding professional, the, the recording uh, process, we've got um producer in the band, a guy called William Robertson, who's fantastic. He's he's worked with a few, few few famous people he, he did it did one session with jagger apparently um that he told us about and yeah other kind of more kind of recent sort of rap and r&b mm. artists and stuff like that as well but yeah so he, he plays in the band so we 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 get a very good sound thanks to him
0: indeed indeed you do yeah uh, how did you guys get together
1: um, so this, this band was originally Dave's, sort of, it was formed as Dave's solo project. Um, yep. Dave and I have been like dating for four and a half but,
2: yeah, years. No, 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 and then, no, no, no. so I've
1: now been in the band for maybe two and a bit years, I think.
2: Yeah, it's about two and a half years. Yeah, so, so you,
1: Dave had like a lot of member changes before. And then, um, yeah, we sort of only really cemented this lineup. Within the last year, there's been, like, a lot of changes before that.
0: So, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, well, that's that's think, quite a common story, isn't it, with with bands, especially rock bands, I think.
1: Yeah, it usually takes, like, uh, well, just with a lot of people we know, it takes, like, at least, like, the first album to then people decide whether this is, like, yeah. a permanent creative project they want to work on. But, with you know, it, it will always be Dave's band because he started it. He's still the primary songwriter. But we're hoping now that we've... Yeah, we've got a really good group of people that we all really get on and love touring together. That it will become more of a sort of collaborative project.
2: You, you sort of go on, mix and match people till you get it right. Sorry, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But um, but yeah, it started yeah very much as an album idea, and then I was like, I want to make this a band, so that's what we did. And yeah, next album hopefully it'll be much more of a band album than the first album we did. So, okay, yeah.
0: In the old days, of course, where you're, you're both very young. Um, <laughs> but, um, in the old days you had to put an ad in the NME, uh, or, um, what was the other one? Uh, the other music, uh, magazine, which, uh, escapes my memory now. Um, you know, bass player needed, you know, or drummer needed for a London band and stuff like that. You know, is, is, does that still go on in the, in the industry or is it, uh, I, I, in
1: Like, uh, rehearsal studios, you see a lot of people putting up little yeah, notices like, on the notice boards. Like it's still quite really? old school and- Or you just, you just meet people on nights out and stuff like
0: that. Yeah, of
2: course. Yeah. Yeah. Most band members I've met on nights out, I think. But that's the thing
1: about being on the London rock scene. Like nearly all of your friends are
2: musicians, aren't they? Uh, A lot of them. Yeah. You, you just, you just kind of, yeah. As I said, mix and match people until you find the right combination to do something. But um, yeah, I mean, there's still things online. Like there's a, there's a page called band mix where um, you can, you can type in like bass player, between this and that, or whatever kind of kind of things, locality of where you want them, and then like press search, mm-hmm. and it will come up with like twenty people, and then like maybe three of them will be suitable. Yeah, it's like a directory of people yeah. looking for. Oh, that's yeah.
0: that's really good. Well, obviously, social media and everything uh, helps as well. Yeah, um, absolutely. And talking of which, um, you, I've looked at your website you you are on just about every social media media channel that there is i mean your your website and your social media uh prevalence is incredible i mean that's it's, it's uh, very mm-hmm. unusual some people you know you have to be on facebook and maybe you're on uh you have a website which is bad and what have you but ev- everything is really good and professional looking cool
1: well, thank you yeah we're still trying to work still,
0: out um, how to use TikTok, because even for us, that's a little bit too new. Do, do you so, know, I'll tell you, um, I, my, my business looks after people's websites and social media and stuff, and I'm still trying to get to grips with TikTok. <laughs> so, uh, and we do it professionally. Um, okay. Uh, is it easy for you to work together as as a, a couple? Um, I think so. I
1: think, I think, so, think yeah. we do yeah. have like the same vision a lot yeah. of the times. And because the relationship came first, and then we decided to start yeah. working together. I think um, it's never really like changed the dynamic between us.
2: Yeah, not not too much. Yeah, but it has its little like we have like every couple have our little ups and downs about.
1: Yeah, we're never going to small things, things
2: that you that you look back and we're like, what the hell do you argue? Did we argue about that? But, <laughs> but,
0: um, <laughs> well, as long as you can keep your feet on the ground and laugh about it, then it all works works out, doesn't it? <laughs> And, 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 and as far as touring is concerned, I mean, um, I've looked at the list of places you've uh, appeared in and you must have done a gig in just about every single pub in London. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> definitely in North London, I feel like maybe we have. But, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> but, um, have, 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 we, have we done... We haven't done much in South London. But
1: um, yeah, maybe a couple of things, but basically when we came out of London... Um, out of London. Out of lockdown, we were just trying to, you know, get the music out there, get the band name out there. So at the time, before we really started touring nationally, we were just trying to really build our following in London, which is why we just, yeah, sort of ended up doing the circuit of all the pubs.
0: Well, (laughs) as as a fellow North Londoner, um I, in back you now i'm in france now but when i lived in in london in various places it's always north london and south london was like another country because it's over the river you know
2: yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah we kind of feel like that I, i've grown up all my life in north london really so yeah it was just like venturing to the brookston academy every now and then it, yeah. it was like like going going yeah. to a a different, different side of the world <laughs> what advice
0: could you give to people listening to this about touring and especially um doing music venues like the ones you've done um music venues and pubs that are become music venues and what have you what advice could you give somebody listening to music stories uh, about doing those sort of gigs because i used to do mobile discos a long long time ago and uh, some of the places i had to do uh parties and discos in 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 pubs in north london were some of them were shocking uh mm-hmm. so <laughs> what advice can you give um that's up to date now about bands playing in in music venues in london
1: i mean i'll just quickly say like my thing would be if you want to make any money have good merch because that's a lot of the time yeah. the only way you're going to get any money from
2: it yeah i don't know but watch watch what you eat uh in uh in the van because it because it'll come back um (laughs) (laughs) no when when you're touring with uh five of you in a voxel sephira just um yeah (laughs) there's there's certain things that um need to be left to the imagination
1: i think it's it's super (laughs) important to be like really good friends with the people you're touring especially like in the in the early stages you're you are going to be crammed into a van or a car and know sharing a hotel room and whatever so you are with these people 24 7 for yeah those trips away so you need to not get on each other's nerves too much
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're lucky we have we have three other three other guys that that want to do this and want to be on the road and don't mind sleeping on the odd floor or like crashing in the car every now and then and that kind of thing uh it, so, so just yeah make sure make sure you have the right group of people yeah to 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 do it with and then um yeah if you want to get shows just send a lot of emails and um mm-hmm. get your music out there get uh, being you know being visible online uh with with all the different social media platforms is more important than anything for
1: yeah. but yeah as, as long mentioned. as you're still enjoying it it's something that people should carry on doing like don't be disheartened if yeah not everything's going amazingly not every gig is paying that well because yeah,
0: eventually the good gigs will come. Like we're starting to see that now, and yeah, well, that's good. I'm I'm pleased <laughs> for you. I'm pleased for you. Um, the, uh, the other people I've spoken to have confirmed that you know you don't make much money out of downloads these days and what have you. I mean, in the old days you play, you sold uh, vinyl. Um, which was a physical thing and the bands had uh, a cut of uh, the profits of the, the, the actual vinyl sales, but now uh, being downloaded, I mean the, the, the fees that you get from that are very, very small, aren't they? And almost not worth it. But you need to do that, don't you, so people know that you exist.
1: Exactly. I mean, Spotify's like a great platform for people to discover you, but also we found that a lot of... Um, a lot of venue bookers and festival bookers, they are looking at streaming numbers. So it is is—it is important, even though, like, you're not getting right. much financial gain from that. But, you know, we still sell physical CDs at the shows. And hopefully for the next album, we will get some vinyl pressed. But for the first album, it was just too much of an expense, especially Mm. at the time we were working it there was like no manufacturers in england so but i think yeah. that a few have set up again now so
0: yeah cds i suppose are easy to to do and you can do them yourself can't you whereas vinyl he needs a bit more it's kit
2: yeah absolutely <laughs> it was yeah, it was a case of like we we wouldn't have got it out in time uh for the album coming out so it was a case of we'll see how many cds we sell and then if it's worth uh putting vinyl out but um I think it's it's a great thing, you know, it's a great thing to have. And there are people like, oh, you've got to get the, it's the next one coming out on, on record. I'll buy it on record. So yeah, uh, it's about gauging, building your fan base before you kind of...
1: Yeah, maybe doing a pre-order thing so you know yeah. how many to get made or something.
2: Exactly, yeah.
0: Fantastic advice. I don't think I've spoken to any anybody recently who's given so much positive and good advice to others, which is what Music Stories is all about. You know, it's about... People listening to other people's experiences and hopefully benefiting from that as well. Uh, finally, in in London, there, you know, London's a big place. There's a lot of bands. Do you find it difficult with the competition?
2: I think it's more more nationally uh, as uh, in London. There are as well. In in London, what tends to happen is people tend to get kind of almost caught up in because London's so expansive, kind of going round and round the same venues and the same shows in 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 london which is great when you're starting out for the first year and and you're becoming tight as as players and as a band but um what i've found uh now 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 we're getting out and playing other places playing you know birmingham and newcastle and manchester is there's there's an incredible scene for you know there's a new wave of classic rock scene that's happening and i think there's kind of more bands playing that kind of the kind of rock music we play than mm-hmm. there ever have been. It feels like maybe maybe it felt like that in the in the eighties, you know, before I started or the seven maybe not the seventies because everything was still new.
1: Yeah. For that I would say we're feeling the competition most in the way that a lot of people are going for the same tour supports. Like we all want to support the same bands. Yeah. Like you see a band announce a tour and like so many people on our level want to get on that, but also festivals as well, you know, yeah. there's only so many slots people can fill. So yeah, that's pretty competitive. But I feel like in London, if you want to play a gig, there's always somewhere you can play. it. Mm,
0: so. Very true. And obviously, you mentioned people, other people that, that uh, you support or could support you, you know, the, the audience, the all important paying audience uh, have yeah. come to listen to rock music because you're a rock band. So... You know that that you've got to have somebody similar, haven't you? Because no point in suddenly doing disco or or soul or something, (laughs) you know, a different genre. Or maybe maybe love songs. You know, love from Tony, love songs. You know, that would be. I could come and do a DJ set. You know, and and empty your room. Coming in, that'd
2: be amazing. We just uh, just have like massive ballads in between all the
0: bands. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. <laughs> okay well uh sophie and dave it's been a pleasure to talk to you It's been fascinating actually um thank you so much for talking to me on music stories your single gina in a bottle which uh i really enjoyed listening to is is available now i think isn't it uh
1: on friday, so friday. Yeah.
0: okay uh for people listening to this in the future that is friday the 15th of december 2023 because people will be listening to this in 24 and 25, 26, uh, Mm -hmm. just in case they get excited and it's all too late. Um, And your (laughs) website is starcircus.co.uk, where you can find out uh, how to get hold of you and follow you and everything else. Thanks once again for talking to me. You've been brilliant. Thanks so
1: much for having us. to meet you. Tony Lloyd, creating audio and film
0: worldwide.